There comes a time in your life when your desire to change must outweigh your desire to remain the same. If this is your time, I want you to know that whatever your circumstances are, you are exactly where you need to be right now. You are stronger than you know. You deserve to live in your purpose and to have a happy and fulfilling life. You're worth keeping your promises to yourself. Every single thing you've done until this point has been enough. You are enough. You always were. My greatest desire is for you to give yourself permission to take a chance on you because you're worth it. Welcome to the True Growth, True Growth podcast. I am Latina Mata, your mindset coach. And in this podcast, we explore and learn all things related to self-love, self-discovery and inner work. It is the foundation to help you navigate life and make the necessary internal shifts to become the very best version of yourself. It is my greatest pleasure to be with you right here, right now. Throughout this podcast, we get to grow through what we go through together. Welcome back to another episode of the True Growth Through Growth podcast. And today's podcast episode, I want to speak to you about growth. This is a word that is flung around all over the place and everybody's like, I want to grow and there's been so much growth and, you know, I've experienced growth and growth. And you know what? I agree. Growth is beautiful, but it's also one of the most painful things that you'd ever have to undergo, especially as it pertains to up-leveling, especially as it pertains to stepping into a new version of yourself, especially as it pertains to changing old habits. All right. So I heard two definitions of growth and I'm going to share it with you. One is true growth is when you get really tired of your own shit. That is one explanation of growth. When you really become super tired of your own shit. It is also the result. So growth happens when there is a result of dropping, dropping bad habits when you've changed your priorities and you've embraced new ways of thinking, that is also what growth is defined as, right? Or growth looks like when you have decided, you know what, I'm going to let go of these bad habits. I'm going to change my priorities and I'm going to embrace a new way of thinking. Growth happens as a result of doing those things. Growth is also when you're like, listen, I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of my shit. Like I'm tired. And not everybody is ready to grow. Not everybody wants to grow. And I think that that is the starting point for this conversation to realize that in terms of the growth process, a.k.a. the self-discovery process, a.k.a. in terms of your self-love journey, in anything, it is going to require changing of habits, having new priorities and different ways of thinking. You need to remember that you have no control over anybody else. And when it comes to growth, you need to prioritize improving how you function, how you show up so that you can be an expander for somebody else to see what is possible because of your growth. And I want to highlight in this episode, the stages of growth. So I learned this from Simone Grace, I believe her name is, oh my gosh, I think that is her name. She is an amazing life coach. Um, I've never worked with her personally, but I do consume a lot of her content and she shared this and I just tweaked 
her process just a smidget for what resonates with me but either way you know however you want to receive it it just makes sense so i'm going to share with you and everybody has a different school of thought so the three stages of growth i consider would be the creation phase the embodiment phase and then the acceleration phase the creation phase is when you decide I'm ready to do something different. When you decide, hey, you know, I want to start a business. I want to start off. I want to make this amount of money. I want to have this amount following. You know, you want to start working out. You're going to start eating probably like you have this idea of what it is you want to do. And then you actually begin doing it. So the first phase in the growth process is when you actually bring something to life. You actually created something. So the first time that you worked out consistently over a period of time, that is creation. The first time that you generated money off of getting two clients, getting a client, that is creation. The first time you decided I'm going to start a business and you launched your business page or you registered your business or whatever, creation. The first time that you would have done something is creation. So that is proof in the growth process that you are able to do something but here's the funny part most times oftentimes after we create something for the very first time that aligns with our goals we go quickly into how can we do more of it so you got one client this month so your new goal is how do i get three clients next month you make a hundred clients you made 100 new followers this month. Your goal now is, okay, how I can make 200 followers next month? You made $1,000 today. You're like, how could I make $2,000 next week? And oftentimes, people get stuck because there was no point where they embodied the fact that they created something. They literally just jumped from zero to a hundred so they did one thing one time and they're like how am i going to 10x that the next time and of course that has a lot to do as well with the narrative right the narrative of being better and being better and being better and being better most people who teach about the narrative of being better than the last time and doing more and etc etc do not share the in-betweens of that process the in-between of that process from going from doing something one time to be able to do something 10 times is embodiment. Meaning that you have integrated at a mind, body, and soul connection that you have now stepped into a new version of yourself. Because the version of yourself who has now amassed how much ever 100 followers in one week, the version of yourself who has now enrolled a new client, the version of yourself who has now created whatever you have now done for the very first time in the way that you've done it is not the same version of yourself from a week before or a month ago or a year ago it is not that same version it is actually a new and improved version of yourself which means that you actually have to wait for this new you the things that you are seeing on your external reality to catch up like it needs to integrate at a mind, body, soul that this is who you now are. You are now somebody who could amass a hundred people 
in a week's time on social media. You are now somebody who is able to sign one client. You are now somebody who is able to, you are now this new version. And most times people do not take time to integrate that this is the person that they now are and they just run into trying to accelerate into something even more than this current new version. Do you understand that? So essentially it comes like if you generated $10,000 this month and you were not accustomed generating $10,000, it was a new version of you who has generated this $10,000. This is a new you because you would have done something different. You would have been in a different energy. Things would have been different that has allowed you to create this. And if you do not take time to embody that you are now you to, to identify at a soul level that you now identify as I am someone who makes $10,000 with ease and grace and ebb and flow and you decide to just rush into okay I made 10000 this month so now I'm going to make 20000 there is going to be so much resistance and so much self-sabotage because and this is where the the imposter syndrome would come up and you would find yourself saying well, i don't know how i make that ten thousand in first place no i don't know how i do that maybe it was by flukes maybe it was by luck maybe because i knew somebody maybe because you know something in the cosmos but there is not an identity level that you are now somebody who has who makes ten thousand dollars and know how to do so and you would find yourself being frustrated and cranky and upset and confused and self-sabotaging doing a lot of self-sabotage because you're like how how to do this how could i do this again and oftentimes it's because there was no embodiment there was no integration that this is now who you are so i'm saying all this to see that whichever part of your journey that you are on, if you are in the creation phase, be sure to prioritize after you have created the very thing that you set out to create, prioritize embodiment. And embodiment is actually celebration. Embodiment is dancing, is moving, is having this mind-body connection that, oh my God, I just did that. Oh my goodness, I did that. And really soak it in. Soaking it in does not mean acknowledging for five seconds. Oh, okay, well, I did that. And then, you know, on to the next. That's not what soaking it in is. Soaking it is in, you did it one time. You realize, okay, I could do this. So then you go and you do it again. And you do it again. And you do it again. Until you could confidently say, I am. With ease and grace. And oftentimes when we do something just one time, it doesn't come so natural and it doesn't feel that easy and great to say, well, I am someone who makes $10,000. Um, if you only did it one time, the truth is it mightn't feel that much of integrity for you to walk about the place identifying that I am somebody who makes $10,000. No. But if you made $10,000 over a period of time and it soaked in your body, mind, body and spirit, then there's so much more confidence for you to say, yes, I'm somebody who makes 10,000. Like, yeah, like that, like that is what I do. I do that with ease and grace. So when you decide now you want to go from $10,000 to $20,000, that is easier for you to do because you have embodied already 
that you are somebody who knows and can make $10,000. So that is easier to do. So there has been embodiment and now you could get into the phase of accelerating, which is doubling, tripling, quadrupling the very thing that you did before. Oftentimes people will start in a creation phase and jump from creation to acceleration. You want to go from zero to a hundred without considering that there is a middle path. Don't let social media get you fooled and get you tripped up with look with things looking like people went from zero to a hundred. Everybody has to have that in between phase where they are now letting the thing that they did, which is what they created catch up to what they believe to be true about themselves. Do you understand that? Everybody has that middle phase where they have to embody, where they have now come to the space of realizing that this is who they currently are now. This is this new version of themselves. And they have to bring themselves to a space at a nervous system level, at a mind-body connection level, that this is the new version of yourself. So which, if you are in the creation phase, be mindful that after you have created whatever you have created, take time to integrate Take time to embody that this is who you are and then decide to commit to acceleration. Then decide to commit to 10x and 20x in whatever it is you're doing. Because either way, if you end up going from this, you know, you had the opportunity to go from 0 to 100 in one shot. If you try to do that 0 to 100 again and again and again and again without embodiment, without truly identifying at a soul level that this is who you are now you are going to find yourself experiencing a lot of self-sabotage a lot of procrastination a lot of what ifs a lot of self-doubt a lot of things that you're just like where did it come from why can't i do it again because there was no integration so this is just my excerpt my word on growth in terms of its stages i also want to add a bonus point here Growth requires stretching. Stretching means that it's going to be painful. It means that it's going to be uncomfortable. It means that you are going to experience a lot of discomfort. As a businesswoman, as a parent, as a person who has goals and dreams and visions and aspirations, I was anti-discomfort. Like you could not even get me to take a cold shower just like that like it is the biggest i would throw the biggest tantrums because i am not will not take a cold shower in the gym you cannot ask me well could not have asked me in the past to do anything more than i wanted to do or i felt like doing or i felt like that i could have done at that point you could not have asked me as time progressed i realized that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And if you cannot be comfortable in your in discomfort, in discomforting situations, and you cannot increase your bandwidth to deal with discomfort, then you are going to have a very hard time dealing with life changes. You're going to have a very hard time building a business. You're going to have a very hard time to do things that align with your goals, but ask for you to be out of your comfort zone. Growth requires stretching. Stretching is not comfortable. In order for you to get comfortable being uncomfortable, 
find ways in your daily life that you could increase your bandwidth to deal with discomfort. Because the way you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you complain and fuss and have a problem dealing with setbacks and, you know, the slight discomforts in your personal life, etc., you are going to have a massive challenge doing the same for your business. You're going to have a massive challenge dealing with life crisis in your, in your, in your situations, in your home. You're going to have a massive problem dealing with changes in your job. Growth requires you come into a space where you understand that, hey, I have to be comfortable being uncomfortable because whatever I want is usually outside of my comfort zone. This may or may not resonate with everybody. In the past, I would have heard things like this and considered this complete BS because I was like, no, I could have everything that I want. I could be comfortable and have what I want. And, you know, all this extraness is not necessary. But that was because the people and the expanders and the information that I was getting from the people that I was learning from was not sharing any middle ugly parts where they were being stretched, where they were sad, where they felt as though they were imposter, where they felt as though they were struggling with self-sabotage. Like I did not, I missed those parts in their teachings and in their stories and in their share. I missed those parts. All I real, all I resonated with was, oh my God, I used to sleep on my grandma's couch and now I'm a multimillionaire. Or I used to do this and now I'm this. Really was there a time where they would share the middle piece. The middle piece where they did not identify that they are somebody who is helping other people, where they did not identify that they were strong and intelligent, where they did not identify that they were powerful, where they did not identify that they were making multi-six figures. Where there, were, there was a missing point for me. And so initially, I started to run my business from this space of I don't need to be, you know, really uncomfortable. But when my goals became bigger and my desire to see the goals execute became more intense, I realized that I had to put in the work. And in order for me to put in the work, it means I'd be stretched. And for me to be stretched means that I have to come out of a comfort zone. And to come out of my comfort zone means that I have to start to get comfortable being uncomfortable with even the little things in my life that I would usually throw the biggest tantrum and have the most resistance to. Because what I am doing then, when I am able to manage those little things with more ease and grace, is that I'm able to transcend how I show up in my business when there is discomfort, when there is news, when there are people who, you know, make you feel like, oh my God, you don't know what you're doing. When you feel like you don't know what it is you're doing. When you have things to do that feels very hard and feels very painful. Get comfortable being uncomfortable is not a cliche statement. What I feel was missing or the part that is missing in that explanation is if you want to grow, you need to increase your bandwidth to deal with discomfort of little things that happen in your day-to-day life. If you're a complaining and fussy person, then you need to start learning how to manage those complaints and fussiness for things in your life that don't really need all that complaint and fussiness about. 
Because the way that you would complain and fuss in your regular life is the same way you're going to complain and fuss about work or your business or your relationships. And if you want to execute a specific goal and bring it to life, it is going to require you to be able to deal with uncomfortable shit. If this post, if this podcast episode resonated with you, be sure to send me a message, leave a review, share with a friend. Growth is not linear. There are three stages to growth. And growth requires you being okay with being uncomfortable. Being comfortable being uncomfortable does not mean that you are settling for less. does not mean that you are putting yourself in compromising positions. It means the very things that you are complaining about not doing, that is your responsibility that you have to do, do them. Do them. And be okay with having to do those hard things because you have to do it. It is part of what it is you have to do. It is part of adulting. It is alignment with what your role is in your family, what your role is in your business, what your role is in your job. It is part of your responsibility. And if you are able to get past that threshold of discomfort, you would be able to reach your goals with more ease and grace because you have become okay with regulating yourself when things become uncomfortable of course as i mentioned before share this with a friend tag me on social media and i would love to hear from you talk with you soon bye bye